Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 3rd of February. It is Relationship Wednesday in our world. Our weather's just normal again in Southern California. It's not raining. It's not cold. It's just normal, sunny, 70-ish degrees. And why not? I do miss the rain, though. I always wait until I can see it in the 10-day forecast. And then I literally plan for it because I never trust to segue to our topic, that it'll really happen. They say a lot, it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to be super bad, and then we get like a light rain, at least where I live. And I'm always waiting for those big, hard rains. So either way, I'll keep you posted on our rain alerts. So today, how to build trust in relationships starts with what we were talking about yesterday. How do you trust yourself? Because things like telling the truth, come and go, having integrity doesn't come and go. It is who we are everywhere we are. If we're situational, like we're just nice to someone who is going to give us something or we're going to get something out of them. But then once we get it, we kind of walk away or don't pay as much attention. That shatters trust. Yet at the same time, if you have a relationship where you even say, I really don't want to do that, and you have trust, the person won't get mad at you because you have integrity. Because you'll know why you don't want to do it. And most likely, before they even ask you, they will know you did not want to do that. Whatever it is, going to a certain party, you just don't care about the theme, or not having time, or whatever the reason is, When there is trust, those kinds of things are not arguments. But how can a person learn to trust not only themselves, but now with someone else? And the very first thing to pay attention to is to do what you say 
you're going to do. Because if you consistently, the first time they may be like, oh, wow, they were really busy. (laughs) Oh, wow, they were really tired. But if you don't do what you say you're going to do over and over again, they know that you have no baseline for responsibility. And the fact that you keep saying you're going to do it erodes the trust. So now they think they can't trust you and you're not responsible. And so common sense tells you, (laughs) how do you expect trust when you're doing things right out in the open that are not trustworthy? Why do we want the trust without being trustworthy? So that's the question. If you are in a relationship of any kind with your child, with your parents, with your partner, with your coworkers, don't do what you say you're going to do. You have to ask yourself, what if someone I'm working with is doing what I'm doing? Because if you're doing it, your assumption is that it's okay. And then to save yourself from believing you did anything wrong, you will say things like, well, everybody does that. And the person may look at you and go, not really. Doing what you say you are going to do. If you find that's hard for you, stop saying you are going to do something that you know you're not going to do or that you're going to put off. Or you may have every good intention to do it, but history has told you you probably won't. Because you will be more trusted if you don't just try to have a feel-good moment and say, I'll get that, I'll do that, I got that. I'll pay that bill, and then you didn't. I'll save money, and then you didn't. I'll pick that up on the way home, and you don't. You'd be mad if someone said that for you and to you. You would say you don't care because you would know you don't do things you don't care about. Even if they need to be done, don't say it. Save yourself the aggravation of carrying the weight of knowing you're going to get in trouble unless you want to get in trouble and you may be setting it up to get in trouble. Because your motivation is huge. The motivation that you carry in your heart, if your heart is injured, injured, and you want to fight it out, you'll set it up so that you can fight it out. And that, too, erodes trust. So we really got to think about, like, hey, why did I say that? Why did I do that? I know it's going to cause trouble. So then you start learning that, hey, unless I can do something, I'm not going to say it. Because if I don't say it, I haven't let anybody down, myself included. 
because there's more. There's more. You have to communicate. Remember we said communication is the most important thing in any relationship. But you have to communicate regularly because then the energy exchange can continue to go back and forth. Honestly, because then you believe yourself, which helps with everything else you're doing. Because poor communication is literally behind the main reasons that marriages and other relationships disintegrate. It's like the parent who tells their kid not to smoke while they're smoking. I've actually seen that. And guess what? All the kids smoked. I was not shocked just to see that as we grew up. I already associated them with that. No matter what the mouth was saying and communicating, it wasn't an honest communication. The irony of it was the irony. A poor communication. That's behind it. That's behind every marriage and every other relationship that starts to disintegrate. Because when we don't say or do what we're going to say we do, what does that do to communication? Well, now we want to avoid it because we're going to get in trouble to ground zero. All goes back to us. But really, communication, just saying, hey, you know what, I don't have time to do that. Hey, you know what, I'm not that interested in that. If I do it, I'm not going to give it my all. That won't be fair to us. Communicated, done, gone. Or you could be dramatic and say, I'll do it, and then not do it. Then that breaks down communication because you're going to be like, oh, no, what do you want to talk about? And the other person now is put on this weird defensive energy of having to tell you something you already know, and then you're going to act surprised and upset over the truth. Days they have that new term, it probably is an old term, but new to me, about doubling down on the lie. And doubling down on any lie is getting on a sinking ship. There's nowhere for that ship to go. It's out in the middle of the ocean. The hole is in it. No one's around. The radio doesn't work, and you're by yourself. That's the lie. Because every single interaction you have with another person builds trust or non-trust. And one poor decision, just one, can ruin the entire relationship. I know a child who found out their parent was cheating. The child didn't look at it as the parent cheating on the spouse alone. The child looked at it because she was a teenager at the time as the mother cheating on the family. No one knew that the child knew, not even the mother. 
And all of a sudden, this child started exhibiting this, like, really horrific behavior, very rebellious, very angry, because the child felt betrayed. One decision the mother made, instead of facing the issues in her marriage, decided to create a distraction and figure no one would ever know. It's always the last people you want to know that find out. My son said it best yesterday. It's never worth lying. Because for some reason, energy attaches to that lie, and then that lie floats around until the person who needs to straighten it out finds out about it. It's like the one person you don't want to know finds out did blow up with this girl eventually when she got in enough trouble over time and the anger hit a boiling point and the screaming matches started all predictable she screamed out why and if you ever want to hear silence in a room when the whole family's there and something like that is disclosed there was just like Dead silence. Dead silence. Until this day, that child is an adult. That child does not care about her mother. She loves her mother. I mean, everybody says they don't, but deeper inside, we're just injured. But she doesn't trust her mother. The marriage didn't divorce. It stayed but it's like always trying to prove that you're happy you're there, but looking over your shoulder wondering what's behind the person. It's not about the affair. That's not what it's about. It's just about not having integrity, not being honest, not communicating. Not saying to my spouse, hey, you know what? I'm being challenged. And there must be a reason. Because I don't want to do that. And I know people say, who the heck would say that? We don't have to say what the challenge is. Just saying, I'm being challenged. I feel like we're not on the same page. Because no one looks out of an existing relationship unless there isn't enough to hold on to in the relationship. But how you decide to exit, whether it's covert by having a secret from the other person or it's exposed, you're better off just saying, hey, you know what? I'm being challenged right now. And I have a feeling it's because you and I aren't as close as we should be. And it's really bothering me. And we do need to address this. Because honesty is vital. It could be the worst news in the world. I always say the worst truth is better than the best lie. And that's so true. Because whatever you know that's true, you can then 
you can then make a decision on what to do next. But if you're basing a decision on something that's a lie, deep inside you know something's wrong already and you're building a tower on top of it. Well, they told me this, so I'm going to assume that, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this. And that's how a lie gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Because decisions are made based on that lie. Even if you say you're not mad, so the person reacts like you're not mad, and then you get mad that they didn't react to you telling them you aren't mad because they should know that you are mad. What is set up? Can you see how problems, the the problems that we hear about every single day form? They just start forming on the littlest lie. And then they grow into these monsters that are bigger than life. That you almost don't even know where it started. But at the end of the day, you realize it started with a lie. And then you go, wow, all I said was I was okay when I wasn't. Well, yeah, because you weren't okay. And that person behaved as though you were and that upset you further that they could not read your mind and tell you why you were mad. Because darn it, they should do that, right? That is so not fair. Not fair to you, not fair to them, not fair to the relationship. It's showing the other person that you don't care about you and you don't care about them ultimately. Your injuries are so big that they play games. Nothing plays a good game like an injury. That's where the game starts, those insecurities that we don't want to face. So we create problems as a result of them because that is our starting point. How do you show you care? You say, hey, you know what? I'm okay. However, I need to address And then fill in the blank about yourself. I am feeling insecure because. Fill in the blank. Because then at least the other person can make decisions based on how you feel. If you are insecure because you feel like you can't be loved so you need to blame somebody you got to say, it's hard for me to accept love. It's hard for me to accept things being okay because I don't know if they ever were okay, and I almost don't know who to be in this position. I thank you that I got to see this with you, and now I want to grow into understanding that I can be okay and be happy, and it won't be taken away from me. Or you're with your child. There is no observer in life of your behavior like a child. Because whether they like it or not, they see you. They hear you. 
They hear you with other people. They see you with other people in every situation, whether you're at a grocery store, in line in a customer service line, and you scream at the people because you're mad or you want your money back or whatever it is. Whether or not you are taking protocols in life seriously, do you tell the truth or don't you? Do you cheat on your family or not? It's no longer just cheating on your spouse. I learned that from that child. Because the whole family has to rearrange itself if problems are not solved. Admitting that we have made a mistake people a basis that you deserve to be trusted when you can see what you are doing you can acknowledge it and you don't deny it or fight it or fight others for telling you what you actually did and you don't want to hear it because you know we're perfect we're not perfect But not all of us can admit that, can we? Insecurity cannot admit a mistake. Sometimes insecurity will pretend to admit a mistake because they want to get everyone off their backs. That's why we start saying things like, well, did they have remorse? Did they feel bad? We look for that. Because we want to be reassured that what the other person did or is doing can be seen by that person. Because if they can see it, we can see it. And if they can't see it, how are we going to see it? At best, it's a guessing game. And at best, no matter what you guess, they're going to be like, nah, didn't do that. You're imagining things. Yeah, I'm imagining that you can't admit that you made a mistake. Now it's all about the mistake. But if they said they did it, you'd be like, wow, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Because the truth gives us a next step in a lie. The energy of a lie is backed by insecurity and then fueled by anger. Think about every time you found out you were lied to. What was your first reaction? The first reaction was matching energy. How could they lie to me? And then you start remembering things like how they looked you in the eye, where you were, what they said, and then you will tell them and they'll be like, wow, you're so literal. Well, that's a big accusation. It's a tangent. And then you start having tangent arguments that erode trust. They just erode it. Something that comes and goes. Trust is broken when we make a quick decision to do something counterintuitive. 
when we don't listen to our hearts. Friends and family, always be easy to take for granted. How you live with your friends and family is up to you. You have to make a decision. You have to pick your battles. You have to tell the truth. Because we are around our friends and family more than we are around anybody else we will ever know. They can see us and we can decide if we want to live in peace in our family or if we want to be the problem of our family. Because that is your support network. And that's why what happens to people when their family relationships aren't going well and you meet someone, let's say you're on a dating app or you meet someone and you're single or you meet someone's child and the child is complaining about the parents or you meet a partner and they're rolling their eyes about their partner or you meet a coworker and they say stay away from so and so people just don't make that stuff up the red flags have been wagging long before the statement showed up at the door admitting our mistakes turning them into lessons for all of us Like, yep, I did try that. And you know what I found out? It didn't work. That doesn't even sound like a mistake anymore, does it? Sounds like a lesson. Sounds like you deserve to be trusted because you can see that what you did didn't work. Big deal. But then ego comes riding its horse in, shows up, tells you, hey, get on my back and we'll gallop. No one will see what you're doing. No one will hear you. Just who cares about them? Ego robs our future from our very own lives. That's what ego does, and it will do it if we let it. People say, well, I can't live without my ego. Well, none of us can. We all have the ego. But how we listen to it is where we differentiate. That is why I do the show every day because Christ did not teach me in a minute. It wasn't like I saw Christ and all of a sudden I knew everything. The only difference was I knew I saw Christ. I knew what it felt like to feel accepted. No matter what I've done to that point in my life, It was understood. I knew I didn't understand love after that. But he taught me. He taught me to understand what it feels like to be loved. From a source I didn't expect. Before Christ, I took for granted all the love I had in my life from my children, my parents, my brothers, my sisters, my friends. I didn't even think about loving myself or what that even meant. 
my thoughts of taking care of myself then and now are two different worlds. Because this one is based on truth and honesty through awareness. So I try to bring these crazy topics up so that we are aware and we can live better lives with greater peace in them just by being aware. He never told me you have to. He just said, take a look at this. What if you just were silent? What if you just self-accounted? What if you forced yourself to be honest when it scared you the most? Because that's the only way you're going to find out the power of honesty or truth or love or purity. Communicate. Say what you feel. Mean what you say and say what you mean. What's so hard about that? What's hard about it is insecurity. That's what's hard about it is ego coming in through the door of insecurity. You guys, I can't believe my time is up. I love you guys so very much. I will see you tomorrow on Dream Theme Thursday. Bye-bye. And hi, Marie. Thank you for coming in. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.